Hey there, welcome to our podcast where we try to figure out life together one video game at a time. I'm Carly. And I'm Sam. Grab a snack, grab your controller, and let's hang out and play. No, this is Patrick. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, dude. How are you? For a second, I, I need you to know that my brain panicked for a split second. I was like, oh my God, what is the, what is the correct response to that? <laughs> well, I knew you'd get it. No, this is Patrick. <laughs> anyway, I'm good. Happy Memorial Day, friend. Yeah, I don't. It, I always feel so conflicted when people say that. Is it supposed to be a happy day? I don't think so. It's not. Um, I mean, I think it's supposed to be a time of, you know, remembering those that served. Um, and I think to remember them and to remember that is can be happy. I guess so. To me, it just seems like it should be a more somber day. Sure. I feel like America's turned it into, hey, three-day weekend, have a barbecue and sales. Yeah. I hate capitalism. Anyway. I'm insane. Um, Side note real quick. (laughs) Speaking of Memorial Day, I was with my friend, um, Lindsay, um, a couple days ago, and she served. So thank you, Lindsay. I don't know if she listens, but I'm going to make her because we shouted her out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So she served in the army um, from 2010 and 2016. And we were at the pool the other day and she was wearing her army shirt. And this really creepy guy came up and he had been talking to us for a while and he was just like super annoying and none of us were trying to engage. And he came over again because he, I guess he wanted to interact with Lindsay because she was wearing her army shirt. And he was like, oh, did you serve? And Lindsay's like, again, not even making eye contact, like, yep, yeah, I did. And he was like, oh, when? And she was like, 2010 or 2016? And he goes, oh, okay. And then he goes, you know anyone that got blown up? Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, you've already told me this story, and I'm still just as horrified as the first time I heard it. I know. I just wanted to put it on the airwaves. I know I had told you, but I just... It still it sent me. I immediately like texted our group chat of like who I was with and was like, "Who the f thinks that's okay to say to anybody?" Like, what? He was so weird. But I just like, I I I'm still thinking about it. Obviously, you know anyone that got blown up? It's just <laughs> I. We could have, like, a whole episode on the complex feelings I have towards our military, but I will say, I think it's wildly disgusting how, especially, like, even within, like, the conservative uh, party, they, who, you know, their big thing is, we love our troops or whatever. Yeah. They love to send people overseas for mostly needless reasons. Yeah. They come home with mountains of trauma 
And then they're the always the first ones to stop you and be like, hey, did you kill anybody? Do you know anybody who got hurt? Like, basically, like, asking them to relive their trauma for their entertainment. Like, yeah. who thinks that's something that you can just ask somebody that you don't know? Right. Even right. somebody you do know. Um, update on that man, though. <laughs> and it, it tracks. Yesterday, Lindsay texted our group chat and was like, I think I just saw the guy from the pool and he had a Trump sticker on his car. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Absolutely, of course. We were all like, yep, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Sure does track. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Shout out to our troops. <laughs> um, Sorry your country for... teach yeah. you like crap. Yeah honestly but here enjoy this free free meal on us right (laughs) can we interest you in a slightly discounted living room set (laughs) you know for the house that you probably can't afford to buy because america america anyway hi friend hey friend (laughs) what are we playing today You know, this is a really momentous occasion because for maybe the (laughs) first time we're actually playing what we said we were going to play next. I know. Um, We are playing Subnautica. Shout out to Abe. We're playing Ocean Games like you requested. Yep. Uh Uh-oh, what is this? Subnautica? So... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) No, go ahead. Oh, God. I'm hurting. Something just attacked me. Uh Oh, stupid crab. So, Subnautica is a underwater diving survival game. You are basically on, like, this alien planet in a pod that has crashed. There's... I I couldn't really tell you the story yet. We have played. I've put about four hours into the game. But um, I haven't gotten very far into, like, the story and I'm a little bit further than Sam, and I don't really want to spoil her either. Um, it's it's hard, at least for me. I'm, first of all, yeah. not great at first-person games. Like, the controls I find hard. Um, but the game literally, like, drops you in the middle and tells you nothing. Like, yep. they don't teach you the controls. They don't teach you, like, where you should go. There's no map. There's, you're just in the middle of the ocean, go. See what you can find. So, yeah, it's very stressful. Also, I'm a little scared to play without sound on because... mm, There's a lot of things that want to hurt you in this game. Yeah. What were you going to say? Um... Oh. I was gonna, t- <laughs> I was gonna tell you like what has happened to me since you are ahead of me mm. a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but Carly's absolutely right. I so <laughs> we bought this game on um, Friday. Friday, and we both started playing, and we had no clue what we were doing because, like she said, it gives you nothing. And so when I came home, then on yesterday. Um, I restarted my game because um, I had died a bunch of times. We like had no idea what we were doing, and I restarted. And then I was like, "Oh, we!" I was like slowly getting the hang of it. I was like, "Okay, cool, 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 got it." Um, 
And I just wanted to let you know that I did because of the part where like that that big spaceship thing blew up a little bit more. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And I did get the blueprints, blue, blueprints, the blueprints for the radiation suit. Mm. Um, but like you said too, I don't know how to make fiber mesh. I so figured that out. I, I can tell you, that. it's really easy. No, don't tell me yet. I don't want to know. Maybe the game um, doesn't tell but- you so. Oh, really? It didn't tell me. I okay. had to Google it. Oh, okay. What is it then? Um, take your... Do you have your... The knife? No, not yet. I'll, I can craft one, though. Okay, craft a knife and use mm-hmm. it to chop um, the creep vines, which... Uh-huh. You know what those are? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And you'll get, like, a sample of it. If you get those, um, you use those to... Um, to make the mesh. Oh, you need okay, two of cool. those. Yeah. It was I'm so mad. Again, like this game tells you nothing and like that's part of the fun of it is like you have to explore and like figure things out. But it also is like a bit of a learning curve. I'm more used to games that give you like a half hour tutorial and teach you everything and then throw you. Yep. Um so question. So I'm <laughs> on this island and I need a tablet. But I don't have a tablet, and I don't... Do I have to explore the cave that's on this island to get said tablet? You need a tablet? What do you mean? This is what it's saying. Interesting. Um, Maybe we're not on the same island. I think we are. Is it... Did something tell you to do that, or did you just explore and find it? I just explored and found it. Okay. I didn't find that, but I will say if you just explore, you might find what you need. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Oh, I found it. <laughs> Stupid. But now I know to go back, so that's good. Um, but yes, tell us what has happened other than the explosion Data that you saw. Wait. Hold on, I think. One second. So I just found the purple tablet. So the purple tablet... Okay, did I, did I get it? No, I have to make it? Hold on. Please hold. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, F. I need an ion cube and two diamonds. Mm. Also, it's very dark. But that's okay. Because I have a flashlight. Um, Have you... you? I know you had built a flashlight, too. Can you just, like... um switch out like the batteries when the battery I assume so but mine hasn't gone out yet so I I don't entirely know but I assume that you can okay because I have extra batteries here with me I'm currently hunting for bladder fish because I can never have enough water in this game ooh is this ooh I found a the tablet itself Ooh, bish. We out here. Yeah, I have the tablet. It's in my storage back at my pod. Because I didn't find the thing where you have to insert it. Oh, okay. Which is wild to me because you said something happened and you think it's going to happen to me. But you haven't. Yes. Did you explore the? Did you explore a cave? Should I go explore a cave? Um, uh, not yet. Okay, so tell me why you're on the island. Explain to everybody what brought you there. Oh, I just this is I just ended up in this direction. 
Oh, you weren't directed there? No. Okay, then maybe we're not on the same island. And I will say no more. Okay, well now I'm scared. Did I miss something? No, you won't be able to miss it. It's something that's going to come through your radio. They're going to tell you... They're going to give you coordinates to somewhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, wait. I do have... So, when I was swimming to the islands, a little radio station popped, like, popped up to the right, but I don't think I heard anything. You have to go into your pod and listen. Oh. Yeah, if you get the little symbol about the radio, that means you have to go back and... You have to click on the radio to play it. Okay, well, it's so far away, so should I go back and listen to it? I would, because it tells you important stuff. Okay. And triggers, like, events in the game. That's fine. I will. I mean, it's 800 meters away, but that's okay. I will swim. So, I am going to go back to my pod and cook, and then once I'm out of the water and not worrying about drowning, I will tell you about the progress that I've made with no spoilers. Yes. Perfect. Do that. Will I be able to read the ra- what the radio is saying since I don't have the sound on? Yeah, there will be subtitles. Okay. And I think cool. that you Love can that. then hit the minus sign and you can yes. go to your, like, your log. It. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so I am in my little pod, which has been like fully repaired. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I've made a bunch of tools. I have, um, oh, hold on. My guy's freaking out because he's about to die of dehydration. Give me a second. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. I, when I restarted, I, um, decided to make it a little bit easier. And so, (laughs) I only have to worry about my health and oxygen, so. You know, I'm a little jealous. Like, I thought about going back, but, like, I've gone so far now. I haven't gone that far. But I feel like I've made a lot of progress that, like... Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to go back now. I wish that I could, like, switch. Change it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, interchangeably. I know some games will let you, like, uh, switch however many times you want, like, in between game modes, but... Um, anyway, so I have my standard, um, O2 tank, which I, like, upgraded. Yep, same. Um, so I get now 135 seconds underwater, which made a huge difference. Um, I made a sea glide, which just lets me swim faster, basically. I made a rebreather. Which mm-hmm. I haven't been able to use yet, and I'll tell you why in a second. Um, I have fins, which let you swim faster. I have radiation gloves, the radiation suit, and the radiation helmet. So I've been exploring Ooh. around areas where there's radiation, so I, you can't wear like the rebreather and the helmet at the same time. And I have a compass. And I have the flashlight, the knife... Um, a scanner, and I have the, um, the Pathfinder tool, which I just made, but it is used to map a way back out of caves and hard to Mm -hmm. navigate spaces, which I'm sure will be nice because I have zero sense of direction. I take one turn and I'm lost, especially underwater (laughs) when it's dark. Yeah. So, like, I've made a lot of stuff. To go and start over and not have any of that stuff would make me want to die. 
Okay, I'm listening to the radio. Okay. I did just craft myself a knife. What do you have? A knife! No! No! <laughs> okay, so the log nine and sharing locations with other... So here's what the radio told me. Playing partially translated broadcast. Then a bunch of like weird symbol things. Nine new biological subjects designated mode hunting slash analyzing sharing subject locations with other agents okay that was all i got okay give time okay i'm gonna go back to that island anyway i know we're talking a lot about the game and i think that is absolutely great but one thing i do want to talk about and it's okay but you don't get um into it so much because again i know we're both super into this game and i like you know, the cooperative kind of like, help me. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, I should get, I should hold on. use the knife to slash things. I thought we could talk about, oh, grapevine sample. I don't know if that did anything. And also now my storage is full. <laughs> yeah, they're really big. So they take up a lot of space. <sighs> yeah. Okay. It's okay. Let me look at my inventory. Um, see what I can get rid of. Um, I thought we could talk about our pets since you know they're part of the family, and I feel like we have you know the way we got some of our pets is a little interesting, mm-hmm. and so and we also talk about them yeah. all the time anyway. So like, truth. Um, so for those that don't know. I, Samantha, have a dog. Her name is Rosie. She's a Shih Tzu mix. And then my roommate Lexi has a black cat. So both of our pets are black. Um, we have an all-black cat named Walter, named after Walt Disney. Um, Rosie is six. Walter is four. Um, Carly, do you want to introduce your pets? Yee! I have three cats. I have a really pretty I call her my watercolor kitten she's white she has really floofy she's not really like fully long hair but she's pretty long for her but she has like she's like a muted calico she's very pretty love of my life Um, then I have periwinkle who is black with white socks and a little white chin Um, and she is my emotional support pet. Love her. She works with me every day. She lays on my desk next to me. She's great. Um, and then my brother likes to think that it's his cat, but she's mine too. Is Pippin, and she is a little uh, tiger-striped cat. I love it. They're the best. Yeah. Perry scares me. Perry owns the world. Perry is boss. It's Perry's world. We're all just living in it. This is true. I forgot to say how old they are. Um, Penny is seven. I think that makes Perry four. And Pippin is two. God, I can't believe... I can't believe Penny is seven. I don't want to talk about it. Does not... She can never die. Does not compute. She can never die. She has to live forever. And she's stubborn enough that I believe she'll figure out how. Good. She also has a lot of anxiety, which just, like, feels right. She really does. Um, once. So, 
Penny has had health problems in the past, and also it's important to note that when I adopted her, she was little. She was like a couple months old. She was a little tiny kitten, and when they're that little, you have to like take them right back to the vet after you adopt them because they need like their booster shots and stuff. So I'm taking her to the vet, and I'm like assuming nothing's wrong with her because she's a brand new little baby, whatever. I'm just there to get her her shots, and they're like, hmm, she has a like a defect that basically her chest wall or something like didn't form correctly and like I don't know something to do with her heart I don't even remember exactly what it was but they were like either she'll just adapt to it and be completely healthy and normal like a lot of them do or she'll just die and I was like how will I know if she's going to die and they're like you won't you'll just find her and I was like Uh, okay and like she is seven years old so clearly she has adapted and she's fine i always have that in the back of my head like oh my god her heart she's gonna die anyway one day she's just like not acting herself she's not eating she's not drinking she's not going to the bathroom she's just like laying in a spot where she doesn't normally lay she's getting sick she's like not well at all We fully thought she was dying. We took her to the vet. I think we maybe even took her to a couple. We did x-rays. We did blood work. We did all these tests. And they were like, we think your cat has anxiety. We can prescribe medication if you'd like. She'll probably be fine in a couple days. She was. She's just anxious. Just an anxious being. Which, like, mood, honestly. But also the perfect segue into your weekend. This is true. So, I'll have to put the game down. I did go inside this alien facility. So, that's cool. Um, so, this, so, I want to profess, profess, oh my god, can I even speak today? Preface, pref, oh my god, <laughs> I quit. I'm going to, <laughs> Let's just preface, friend. I'm going to start the story. There you go. <laughs> With, this happened a few months ago. Where Walter, out of nowhere, started, like, breathing really heavy um, and coughing almost like he had a hairball, but could never cough up said hairball. Like, that's just, like, the way, like, the best way to describe it. There was no hairball, but he was coughing up like like there was one. Mm -hmm. So, Lexi had taken Walter to the vet, and they were like, well, the most common thing that it could be... um, it's probably just asthma. So they gave him a steroid shot and a little nebulizer. And then like literally immediately that day, he was fine. So we're like, okay, great. Like it must have just been asthma. And so I guess like either Wednesday or Thursday of this past week, um, he started doing the coughing thing again and breathing a little heavier than normal. And so Lexi made an appointment for Saturday to take him to the vet. Here's a couple things about Walter. Walter is a big, fluffy boy. Walter is 21 pounds. He is bigger than Rosie. Um, and he has been on a diet since January. He's on special food. Um, Lexi measures out, like, his food. Um, he really doesn't even get that much food a day. He only gets three-fourths cup a day. So, whatever. 
So when we take him to the vet, we use, so Rosie has a carrier. Um, it's like a mesh like carrier, um, you know, whatever. Um, it's not hard, um, which is nice because then it can like form to their body. Um, and so that's how we, that's how we take Walter to, to and from the vet. Mm-hmm. So we were planning on leaving here at 1040. I took Rosie out at 1030 and I was like, and Lexi was just getting ready to start getting Walter. And I was like, hmm, okay. He was, she was like, I just didn't want to stress him out as least for as like least amount of time as possible. And I was like, cool. So I come back inside right at 1040. Walter is not in the carrier. Lexi's screaming and crying. Walter's under the bed and won't come out. So, and of course, like Rosie, like just like wants to be everywhere and we can't get him out from under the bed. Um, we, we open tuna, he comes running out, but we don't close Lexi's bedroom door again. So I tried to grab him and he ran right back under the bed. (laughs) Finally, your first mistake. When hoarding a cat, you have to close all doors. We've yes, my door was closed. Lexi's was not, this is not a podcast, uh, shaming anyone's mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, <laughs> so anyway, so he's back under the bed. Lexi's still trying to get him. We're trying everything, laser pointers, all of his toys, nothing. I'm like, Lexi, like let me just try. So he was like under the bed but like right at the edge. So like once you like lift her like the the bed skirt, mm-hmm. um he was right there. So I'm like, let me just try. Like I don't care. Like I feel like and again, this is nothing to Lexi at all. But I feel like when it's our own pets, like we're very like you're more frazzled, a little bit upset. more well frazzled, but also more like very gentle. Like, and not to say that I like hurt him, but I was not afraid to like grab him and get him out. Like that was I like that was my one goal. Like. I so I was like ready to like hulk it. I was ready to like not let go no matter what. Um, I didn't care if he scratched me. I did not care. Like I was like, we have to go. So I grab him, I get him, and he's scratching me. I have cuts all over my body. I almost I legit thought he was gonna rip my face off, but I was able to get him into the bathroom. Mm-hmm at least there um, with the door closed. So then it was like, you know, he couldn't go anywhere. Um, Long story short, we were able to get him into um, the carrier. So it's like, thank God after all that. Yes. But we didn't even leave our house till 11. And that's when the appointment was, they were super nice. We're like, it's okay. We understand blah, blah, blah. We get there. The vet tech just fat shamed Walter the entire time and was like, that carrier is not big enough for him. Does he need, cause he, and then he was like breathing really heavy cause he hates the car. She's like, well, we might have to put him on oxygen. Like, and we're like, relax. Like he's just stressed because he just was in a car he didn't like. Whatever. Long story short, they were giving him other medicine. Um, they, they still think it's asthma. So whatever, but they go to, she's, the vet tech was like, I'm going to give you guys a bigger crate or a bigger carrier to bring him home in. Bitch, this crate was basically the same exact size as the carrier the carrier that we brought him in. And it was cardboard. So, on the way home, Walter was so 
stressed and anxious, he broke through the carrier. Wow. We almost had a loose cat in the car. Like Which is a nightmare. We'll have to post yeah, we'll have to post them um on our podcasts um social media because it's just it was insane um also not to interrupt you we'll go back but i thought they no longer thought it was asthma i thought they thought it was anxiety no they um they do think it's asthma but they didn't um they weren't 100 percent sure they were like well we can't really tell because like his breathing is so heavy right now and like he's not calm and Mm. um i see yeah they're they were just like we don't know like you know could be that but yeah um yeah so he's fine um for anyone wondering he is totally okay well that's Um, good yes poor beanbag i know poor beanie but he's fine now living his best life i love that for him yeah um, real quick, let's do mm-hmm. a game update and then you can tell everybody about your lovely Rosie and how you got her. Sure. Um, I'm literally still just hunting out food and water so I don't die. I am still in this weird facility. I got an eye on cube though. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Do you have a compass yet? I do. Okay, can you tell me what direction you swam so that I can get back there? Because I don't remember. Yeah, so if you're looking at, if you if you stand up in your pod and you're looking at that, um, the big infrastructure that had um, Exploded. blown up. Yeah. Yeah, and you swim to the left. Okay, to the left of the big thing. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, tell us about Rosie. The light of oh, your life. So, the light of my life. Oh, hold on. I just got more data download, so I'm just going to pause here for a sec. So Rosie came into my life almost three years ago. It'll be three years in September. Um, Yeah, we got Walter first um, because me and Lexi really wanted a pet, and our old apartment complex was doing a an event to help the animal shelter down here, the Humane Society, to help, like, clear their shelter. So they were waiving, like, all the security deposits on dogs and cats. And so we got Walter, but um, I'm definitely more of a dog person. Like, I like cats. Like, I don't not like them, but um, I'm I'm more of a dog person. Um, I've had dogs for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I first moved down here, I was working for Disney, so I was working really insane hours. And when I started where I work now, and I had a consistent schedule, I had started like thinking more about getting a dog and the realities of that, and being able to afford a dog and take care of a dog and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And also, Lexi doesn't super love dogs, so I wanted to be aware of that and just um you know I didn't want to bring an animal into our apartment that you know Lexi didn't want um but I had started like looking at like different rescues around the Orlando area and there was this one called Florida like little dog rescue because I knew I needed a little dog 
Um, as much as I love golden retrievers and pit bulls, I just, I know that like with pit bulls, like the reality is like they, they come with like, you know, a lot of, um, like people judge them and then they, you know, you can't live anywhere you want. That's sometimes like apartment complexes have restrictions on breeds and things like that, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole nother story because honestly, I think Rosie's more dangerous than a pit bull, but whatever. <laughs> she probably is. Um, that's very true. Yeah. Like, I love her, but that, that's the truth. We have a pit bull downstairs from us, and she is, like, the sweetest thing. Um, so I've been looking at, like, different, again, rescues, and this one, again, Florida Little Dog Rescue. I would check, like, the dogs available every single day. Um, and one day I found Rosie's picture and, like, description, and I was like, that's my dog. Like, I want her so bad. Like, she was just perfect in the sense of, like, she was house trained. She was crate trained. She was good, they said, with other pets. Um, <laughs> uh, she walked along a leash. All that, like, everything that I that I was looking for in a dog, mm-hmm. she, it was Rosie. So the application process to adopt dogs sometimes is insane. Like, you have to, like, apply and then have a phone interview and then you have to meet the dog in person. So I had my phone interview and then like a day or so later, they let me know that Rosie had been adopted and they were like, well, that's okay. Like your application is good for 30 days. So if you see any other dog um, on our site, just like give us a call, like let us know. And I was like, okay, cool. And then about a week later, I'll never forget. I was at work. Uh, I was on my lunch break and I get a call from someone who works at this rescue And she was like, so we have good news and we have bad news. And I was like, okay. And she was like, the bad news is Rosie got returned to us. Poor Rosie. And the good news, I know. And the good news is that we would love for you to still meet her if you were still interested. And I was like, yes, absolutely. And they had told me that Rosie got returned. Mind you, first of all, Rosie had been with her original owners for four years. They dropped her off at animal control one day and just abandoned her. She goes into this foster system. She gets adopted and then like a week later got returned and she got returned because the, the owners, the people that adopted her or rescued her said that in the five days she wasn't showing enough personality. Some people don't deserve dogs. Fu- right. First of all, Rosie has so much personality, like the most personality, yeah. but whatever. Um, so I... That weekend, me and Lexi drove to Kissimmee, and we met her, and she, like, came right into my lap. She was so cute and, like, playful and just lovey, Um, and, like, I had gone, like, a couple days before because I knew, like, I was getting rosy. Like, I went to PetSmart. I got, like, everything, like, a pink crate, um, tons of toys. Like, I was just, like, so excited, and when I got there, they were, like, you know, she might just like want her own space for a couple of days, like while she gets settled. And I was like, I was like, okay, that's fine. Like I'll have the crate set up in my room, like tons of blankets. Like she can be anywhere, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, we got home with her and she was instantly like right at my feet the entire time. Like that was her safe space. Um, she slept with me that first night. She sleeps with me every night. Does she have areas of opportunity? Absolutely. Could she be a little bit better with other pets and dogs? Sure. But she she is also my emotional support animal, and she is the love of my life. I love her so much. 
um, just talking about her is making me like hyperventilate because I'm so <laughs> emotionally attached. And I don't know where she is. And I just want to snug her little stupid Muppet face because it's so cute. She is pretty anyway, cute. And that's Rosie. We love Rosie. <laughs> we love Schmozy. My mom also... loves Rosie. Oh, good. Yeah. Also, a.k.a. So her name's Rosie, a.k.a. Schmozy, a.k.a. <laughs> Monkey, a.k.a. Mr. Winkles, a.k.a. <laughs> Posey, if she's at Gammy's, a.k.a. Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yep. yeah. Boo Boo, who is my mom, Muppet. for people who missed that in the other episode. That's my yeah. mom. <laughs> AKA Grinch Feet. Yeah. We love her. We do love her. She's, she's very cute. She's very spoiled. But that's okay. I think I think pets deserve to be spoiled. So. Agreed. Um, I will go through the adoption story. Um, of my pets. I'll try to go kind of quick because I have three. <laughs> um, so Penny, we got Penny. There was, okay, me, I'll try to make it quick. Me doesn't go quick. <laughs> um, Penny we got when we lost, um, another cat and we're also about to lose another. And I was sad and wanted a new cat. <laughs> so we went to the shelter I had looked at other cats, and they were kind of, like, afraid of the wheelchair, so, like, it wasn't working out. And then my mom saw from, like, across the room this little white kitten. She was like, that's your cat, Carly. That's your cat. Let's go see it. Somebody mm. else was holding her, and they were going to take her. And the people at the shelter were like, you can't take her. It's too early. She has to stay here for at least another day or two because she was so little and had just been um, spayed. So, we were like, hmm, okay, they put her back. I was like, can I see her? And I was like, I'm fully willing to wait and come back and get her another day. Like, I don't care. I want her. And they're like, you can take her. Even though, like, literally not even five minutes before, (laughs) they told these other people that they couldn't have her. So, I always tell Penny that she's my lucky Penny because... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because they were going to... other people wanted her and they didn't get to take her, so she's my lucky penny. Then we got Periwinkle a couple years later because we originally had another cat, Minnie, and she sadly died. Um, and Penny just wasn't the same after. She was a lot more reclusive and, like, she really wanted to have another cat. And also, I wanted another cat. We prefer to have at least two. Um, yeah. so we just, like, randomly went to the shelter one day. We met with a couple cats. None of them were, like, we were super vibing with. Like, one of them hated Kevin. It's like, that wasn't gonna work. Um, <laughs> a bunch of ones we fell in love with, but they were, like, FIV positive. And then from the top kennel, Periwinkle stuck her paws out and, like, grabbed my mom. And, like, wouldn't let go. And was just loving all over her and was, like, obsessed with my mom from, like, day one. So Perry adopted my mom. We brought her home. And then one day we were sitting, so at my apartment, when you, like, come in, like, the front door, you're right at, like, the dining room table, because it's immediately to the left. So we're sitting at the table and eating dinner, and I'm kind of, like, right by the front door, and I hear this meowing. Now, there's this neighborhood cat named Susie, who I, I, we assumed it was Susie, and so my mom opens the door because she's going to go feed Susie, and right outside our front door... 
is this perfect little tiny tiger kitten. My mom picked her up. We both start crying. We bring her in. We fed her. We tried for a few weeks to get her a home because we were like, we can't keep her. We've already got two cats. Um, we couldn't get her adopted. Like, we tried to give her to you. We tried to give her to a neighbor, a neighbor's friend. We, we tried a whole bunch of places. Um, eventually yeah. we found a rescue who was going to come get her, but they couldn't get her for like a week. And so throughout the week, we're like, what if we try to keep her? And so we asked our apartment, we're like, we've already got two cats. One is like, we've got the paperwork. She's an emotional support animal. There's another disabled person who lives with us, my brother. Um, if he gets, uh, an emotional support letter from a therapist, can he also have an ESA? And they're like, yeah as long as we have the paperwork, so we then decided to keep Pippin, <laughs> and that's how we have her. I love that. And the people at the sh- at the rescue that was going to take her, they're like, yeah, somebody probably dropped her at your apartment because they knew you have cats that you take good care of. It's, like, a really common thing, apparently, is people have cats who then have kittens, and then they try to adopt them out, and they have, like, one or two stragglers that they can't get rid of, so they'll just dump them. God... And, like, we think that that's what happened because Pippin clearly had not been outside long. She was not dirty. She had fleas, but, like, she was clean. And she was literally, like, right outside our door. And so, like, just, like, the way our complex is, like, I we think that somebody dumped her because all of a sudden there was meowing from nowhere. Like, it was a little suspicious. (laughs) But yeah, she's perfect. Don't we love her. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. She's the sweetest little love. Yeah. So that's my cats. I love them. I love them. Periwinkle is currently sleeping on my bed. She has her head on my pillow. She looks so sweet. I love her. Oh, I love that. We'll definitely have to tweet out pictures of our cats because and our and your yeah, dog, absolutely. our babies. Arby's. I'm just exploring this facility. Yes. Where did you put the tablet? Because I'm I found it and I, I can't figure out where to put the tablet. Oh, so if you go towards the like the door, um, like to the left of like that infrastructure mm-hmm. on the island, um, right to the right hand side of that door, there's like this I can't even find the door, hmm. to be honest with you. So, it's, like, towards the left-hand side of the island. Do you have to climb up, or is it at the bottom, like... No, it's at the bottom. Oh, okay. Well, I was a little disappointed because I I really thought that... Oh, I found it. I thought that something was going to happen while we recorded, but it did not happen. But, honestly, we'll just... gives us something else to talk about next time. Yeah, for sure. God, time went by so fast. So fast. Oh, I put in the tablet. I'm going in. I'm going in, fam. Ooh, bish. I can't wait to keep playing even after we're done recording. Same. But it has been a while. So, friend, um, what do you think you want to play next time? Um. Oh, shoot. I don't even know what just happened. What in the world? I just... The control panel is broadcasting a message. Translation reads dot dot dot. Okay, wait. This planet is under quarantine. Yikes. Um, 
I think maybe I'll play some God of War. That'd be a good one. What about you? I don't know. I honestly might keep playing this just because I don't really have like an equivalent game. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know me, you're gonna hyper focus. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Okay. <laughs> I know we need to end this episode, but I'm inside this building. Yes. Why is there a fish mm-hmm. floating around in the air? Oh, I don't know. Is it a glitch or is that supposed to happen? It might be a glitch. I didn't see any fish. Either way, I'm scared. But I I just found a thing, and you'll get to this, but there's so many other... Oh, God. I'm... Oh, God. So much. I just learned so much. Wowie. Wowie. All right. Well, on that note... Honestly, I'm stressed, but I have to keep going, so we have to end it here so I can freak out. (laughs) Okay, well, bye. 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 Hey, and thanks for hanging out and playing with us. We hope you had fun. If you want to see more of us, find us on social media at Hangout and Play or on our website at hangoutandplaypod.com. We'd love to hear from you, so feel free to send us a game suggestion or just a hello. And if you liked our podcast, please share it with your friends and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts so that more people can find us. We'll see you next time.